0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Saturday, August the 29th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Mr. Andrew Hansen. Andrew, what have you done in these days off, man? We had no podcast for a couple days. I didn't know, I was walking in circles. I didn't know what to do. It's
1: been wild.
0: I mean, <laughs> you know, for Thursday there,
1: it was a day to just relax and watch golf. Uh, but it's been it's been wild, and I'm just excited. It's almost like a second restart here, you know. For a while there, we weren't sure if we were going to get any more playoff action, so it's
0: exciting that we will. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I I had mentioned to you right before the podcast, I had just read something before we came on because I was thinking, man, LeBron wants out. He's you know they're not going to play because he's the de facto leader, really of the you know, entire NBA. So uh, I figured, man, we're, we're not going to have any more basketball. But then I guess he had a call with President Obama. And he's the one that told him, you know, stay in there, play. And then this way you keep your platform, you can keep talking and, and it makes perfect sense. So uh, I'm glad it worked out that way for sure. I, I hope we get some good basketball coming up for sure. Absolutely, but I'm excited to be back on here. We're, we're ready, man. This, this would have been a, a tough one to swallow because there's been so many great games. Uh, and, uh, I think we're going to have a terrific playoffs. I think everybody will get zoned back in, um, the guys that were banged up a little bit had a couple days to rest. So, you know, we may be uh, better off in the long run. So very exciting stuff. Um, all right, before we jump into the three game slate here, uh, if, if you didn't hear, they're gonna just schedule everything uh, when the day they first uh, stop playing and just push everything back. So everything's gonna have the same rotation of games, so nothing will change that way. Um, but before we get started, I wanna thank our presenting sponsors, mybookie.ag. It is the place to go for all of your sports wagering and casino action. Use the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space, and you will receive up to 100% of a $1,000 deposit. So you cannot beat that. And also TVG.com. It is the place to go for horse racing, and you can get a $300 risk-free bet by going to our website, DFSCoachTalk.com, clicking on the banner that says $300 risk-free bet, TVG.com, and that is exactly what it is. If you lose, they ship you the money back. Can't beat it. All we right, right. I'm fired up for this. With, you know, we need to get right back into this slate. We've got three games and two big spreads of the three. The over-unders are all around the same. So it's going to be a matter of, I guess, determining which games if either or any of the three, I guess, blow out and, you know, how much leverage are we going to get with those players in that game? And I guess how much can we avoid stacking the Thunder and Rockets when that's probably going to be the really chalky thing across, uh, you know, the entire industry. All right, game one, it's a 3.30 afternoon game, so we don't have the super early game, which is good, gives everybody a chance to follow our process, which is listen to the 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 uh, podcast reserve and get your spots set for what you, uh, what uh, cash or GPP lineups you want to get in. Follow us on Twitter throughout the day. Uh, you can follow us at DFS Coach Talk. I'm at Joe Sarvati J O E S A R V A D I. He is at Andrew Hansen and Shane is at D E T Sports. Shane, can you believe I? froze on that, because I've only said it (laughs) 18,000 times. Um, So you can catch us there, and then definitely jump in Discord, become a member, love to have you, dfscoachtalk.com, and in Discord, we'll be chit-chatting with all of our super smart and knowledgeable members to put together uh, some terrific lineups, and then we will share, 30 minutes before lock, a full FanDuel lineup, full Fantasy Draft lineup, And our famous DraftKings Coaches Clipboard, which gives you not only a player pool, but a core to focus on. Okay. The line in the first game, Milwaukee Bucks minus 13 and a half, and it is a 226 over under. All right, Andrew, I know you are like super duper prepared because you've been studying this and working on it for a couple of days. So let's hear... What's gonna bring all of our listeners the money? Well,
1: this is uh, an interesting start because we've got Milwaukee where the the boycott started in the locker room before before game five and so three days later here we get game five and I'm curious what Milwaukee's gonna be like. Um, you know I think it's gonna be a little bit emotional for them to have gone through that and and have everybody know that they they started it, and now they're back on the court with a chance to close out this series. And I'm just a little bit concerned about this game. I, you mm-hmm. know, I, I think there's some unknowns. Not quite sure how it'll play out. Uh, I'm curious on your take on it. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to build a couple different lineups with the mentality of of the extremes. You know, if if this is going to stay close, if Orlando's going to push hard, to try to stay in this and extend the series, then I would like some exposure to Vucevic. I may get even some exposure to markel Fultz and, and pair those two guys together. And it's it's a real tough uh, decision for me on Vucevic because he's at 9,200 on DraftKings, and if you look at the the big guy back in Game Two, Mr. Russell Westbrook, he's 9,900, right in that yeah. same price range. So you know that's why it's it's a tough decision in in my opinion um, and if you you know if you think that maybe Orlando either is going to see the writing on the wall or they're going to want to protect guys like Vucevic and and maybe not risk injury knowing that you know Gordon's out of the bubble and they're not going to win this series then you can start looking at these peripheral guys and you could even take a long shot you know GPP on a guy like Kem Birch coming off the bench and you know he's only three thousand two hundred, so he's one of my potential secret squirrel value plays in a GPP. Um, you know, and then on the Milwaukee side, you know, I, Middleton is a guy that I'm still looking at, especially on Fanduel, because he's only sixty eight hundred. Yeah, whereas they he's dropped him,
0: he's they dropped. Yeah. Way down.
1: And, and, and shooting guard on Fanduel is a fascinating position. With yeah. Harden and and Middleton and Shea Gilders Alexander and CJ McCollum. I mean, and then value plays like Dort. I mean, that's that's a really tough position to to work out. Um so I like I like Middleton a little bit on FanDuel as a as a pivot. Uh certainly Giannis is in play. Um but uh yeah, I'm just I'm just not quite sure. I don't have a great feel for game one in terms of how it's gonna play out. Do you have any uh, any clear visions on that one?
0: Well, I I'm taking a stand, and it's it's uh, going to be very contrarian, and I am going to share it here. Uh, you know, on the podcast, I'll I'll fill in some of my guys that hopefully can make a difference uh, with our members in Discord. But I'm going to give you my take on this. The last couple of days that I've looked at, and again, I, I think I'm going to be very contrarian here, so I'm not concerned about sharing this because I don't think a lot of people are going to have the guts to do it. But I believe Milwaukee comes out focused. The, the, you know, Again, my take on this. I think they took their stand. It was a successful stand. I think they come out. They want to finish this series. And I think uh, they're going to they're play to that level. Now, Orlando, it's a playoff game. They haven't made the playoffs in a while. There's no guarantee they could make the playoffs again. Uh, you know, for themselves, their organization, their fans. If you don't go all out in an all in a, a playoff game, then when the hell are you going to save it for? I mean, you got to go after it. Luke's the best center by a mile to me on this on this entire slate. I just don't think it's even close. There's a drop to Nurkic. And There's, uh, you know, uh, even huge drop then from there to the Lopez and, and Adams. Uh, I think Vuk plays. I don't think they have a good matchup for him, as far as you know Lopez either Lopez brother, and I just think Vuk shines here, and I, I do think Milwaukee wins this game, but I don't think it blows out immediately. I think Vuk stays in there enough to be the highest scoring center on the slate by quite a bit. And, yes, you're paying more for him than any other center by quite a bit, but I think you're going to get paid off there. And it it's the second move is going to really shock you here. I like Giannis. I like Giannis tomorrow just because of the focus, the determination, the rest. He got a little rest. He was dinged a little bit. And I think they come out, he plays, you know, three-quarters plus – And obviously, we know he's the best uh, DFS points per minute guy. So it seems risky, but to me, it's logical. And uh, let me explain why. Everybody's going to be looking at Harden again. Westbrook's back. That takes enough away from Harden, to me, with a decent defensive team in Oklahoma City. And the reason I'm painting this whole picture now is it'll, it'll back into why I like Giannis and Vuk. So in that sense, I think they can hold Harden at a crazy 11-4 number highest uh, on the slate on uh, DraftKings. And then he's uh, 11-2 on uh, FanDuel. So, you know, I think Westbrook takes enough away from him to affect him a little bit. OKC's defense is decent enough. I I do think Westbrook will be on some semblance of a, a minutes restriction, not real severe, but enough that I don't think he's playable at 9.9 or whatever price, you know, on the site that you're getting. He's 9-9 on DraftKings and 9.4 on FanDuel. Way too high for a guy that I think won't play more than 24, 25 minutes. And so that takes that equation out. As far as paying up for someone, then you've got the LA situation. Uh, you've got a, a Portland team that is just completely decimated and obliterated by losing Dame. Uh, they're out of, you know, they're, they've been out of gas. Now there's this distraction. They're on the verge of getting eliminated. I just see the Lakers coming in and whitewashing them. I don't think this is a good game, and I don't think I can trust anybody's minutes here. So. If you back out of the L.A. guys, you back out of the Houston guys, to me, why pass on Vukovic and Giannis when, in my opinion, they could be one to Giannis and then Vuk in scoring? I really believe that. So a really contrarian take, one I gave a lot of thought to, looked into the numbers. You know, Milwaukee is the fastest paced team. I know Orlando slows it down a little bit but not to the point that they had been, you know, with, with Fultz playing more of a role at point, they're pushing the ball more, uh, they're trying to get some, some things going uh, in uh, their fast break with, with playing Ennis and Clark and not having Jonathan Isaac and some of their regular guys in there that are more half-court defensive-minded. So with the pace increase, with the fact that it's going to fall on Vukovic's shoulders and the fact that I think Giannis comes out extremely motivated after this whole, uh, you know, uh, protest, uh, that's my thought. So I know it's a long-winded one, but, you know, uh, and it'll explain sort of the rest of these two games. But that's how I sort of backed into feeling that these two were a strong play. What do you think? Well, it is is—it is
1: uh, certainly contrarian, I think, overall, if you play both of those guys and fade Harden, and Westbrook, because I agree. I think most people are going to want to stack OKC Houston at least for half their lineup or more. Um, I think it makes a little bit more sense on FanDuel just because of the position structure. You you know, Vucevic being locked into the center position, you have to take a traditional center. And then, you know, like I said, with the shooting guard position, it's a lot easier to fade Harden on FanDuel with all those other options. Right. And so so then you can pay up for for Giannis. So I like it. I like it a little bit better on Fanduel. Uh, on DraftKings, you know, I'm going to be a little bit more invested in Harden and Westbrook. And we can get we can get to that in game two. I, I just want to mention one other point about Orlando in that I think they have a lot of good options here for a one off. So depending on I agree you
0: know,
1: how your how your roster comes together, which position you need a value play at. Foltz, Fournier, Ross could go off off the bench. We've played Ennis and Clark. You know, I think they're solid. I'm not going to be quite on them as much as as value plays here on this one, but I think all those guys are in play for a one-off.
0: Yeah, I do too. I think, you know, if you got to fill out your roster with a little value, um, you know, I think Fultz is, is really a reasonable play in this game for sure. Um, from the Milwaukee side, you know, if I can fit him in, I'd I'd love to play Middleton right alongside Giannis. You know, his price reduction on DraftKings uh, makes it extremely doable. Uh, You know, he's down a couple thousand to where he was, you know, just, you know, a week and a half ago. So
1: yeah, FanDuel, uh, yeah. Or FanDuel, I'm sorry,
0: he's 68, he's 78 on DraftKings. So the 68 is just, man, that's hard to pass up. So, you know, And other than that, you know, there's there's a few guys. Bledsoe's not a bad play at his price. Uh, He, you know, again, if the game stays close enough, long enough, these guys should, you know, uh, be able to smash value. So, uh, yeah, I think it's it's going to be a key game for me. Obviously, I'll know where I stand in the afternoon. There's no doubt about it. But you know, it's it's not normally a stance I would take. But I just feel that this there's some traps there and. You know, let's let's transition right to the other game, because I want to ask you a big question, because I
2: think it summer is here and sports are finally back which can only mean one thing. It's time to get back, relax, and make some cash. Everyone has to start somewhere, which is why you want to get off on the right foot by choosing an established book like MyBookie.ag. With all the major sports seasons just around the corner, there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Dynamic betting lines and a simple to use platform make the process easier than it's ever been create your account in just a few easy steps. Deposit and begin placing your bets. Sign up now using promo code COACHTALK to get your deposit matched 100% all the way up to $1,000 plus an extra $25 free play. That's promo code COACHTALK. Use it to score yourself an extra piece of the pie. With my bookie, you bet, you win and most importantly, when you win you get paid.
0: It's a key to the slate okay. um game two is six thirty eastern it's the rockets minus five against the thunder 226 and a half so half point more the last game's 223 so we're not really getting anything to to really uh stock in with with the over-unders now my question to this i you know from everything i read and everything i've seen and thing and what makes sense the rockets are trying to make a deep run in the playoffs. I can't imagine, even D'Antoni, who's second to probably Thibodeau all times for playing guys so many minutes, how, why would you play Westbrook more than 20 to 25 minutes in this game? I, it just seems illogical to me.
1: Well, I think the reason is because it's 2-2, and they have to, and that's why they're bringing him back You know, I saw the report that he was explosive in practice on Friday. And, you know, you said it with D'Antoni playing his guys. And here's the thing, you know, even if we hear whispers of a potential minutes limit. Well, I did you hear D'Antoni's quote? What what did you hear for the quote?
0: And this is right from his lips. He said they asked him and he said, I don't know, but we will have some type of restriction on Westbrook. Right, so, so I don't. I mean, that doesn't commit you to anything, but at least he's thinking it.
1: Yeah. Well, he, here's the thing. <laughs> you know, let's say that Daryl Morey and D'Antoni sit down and talk about a limit, and they come up with something. And let's say it's let's say it's 26. I don't trust Tony to stick to that True. in a close game.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: I mean, what's the limit? How about the limit's 46? All right, you got to sit him for you know, a minute and a half in each half. So he can only play 45 minutes. I mean, I just think if he's explosive in practice, it's 2-2. Uh, I just don't see them babying him. Uh, you know, you talk about going all out with the playoffs. I mean, you know, this is this is wide open for Houston. They, yeah. I, I mean, I think they think they actually have a shot at the title. They have a shot to get there. You know, they've got a unique roster, um, incredible one-two punch. And they, they really need this game. I mean, they can't mess around with OKC anymore. So I just think, uh, you know, I just don't know if I would trust any sort of minutes limit for him, whether they say it or not. Um, so I want to play him. You know, I won't play him in
0: every lineup. But, you know, he's... I, I he's, think that's going to shift the whole slate. If, yeah. if Westbrook does, if if he goes against it and just plays Westbrook, 36 minutes or whatever, like he normally does, and he smashes. Or, you know, they get control of the game, they're beating the thunder and he keeps them under twenty-five. That that's gonna change the whole entire slate. Yep. And it could go either way. I mean, yep. let's face it, we really don't know that. You know, I'm gonna lean towards the the latter, which I don't I don't see him maximizing. You and you're gonna go the other direction. Yep. Both either one could be right. But right. I the one thing I do agree with what you said is I do think that they believe they can take a deep run here, but if he tweaks and gets hurt again, they're they're not going to make it without him. Right. So I mean, there's that fine line. Yes, we have to win Game Five, but we don't want to win it and then lose him for the rest of the playoffs. So right, it's going to be a tough call. And, and that's why the
1: one the other thing I will agree with you on is that if they if they're up in double digits, then yeah, they'll rest him down the stretch. I mean, yeah. they're not. You know, he. I think he'll be smarter in that in that sense. Uh, D'Antoni won't just say, "I'm going to play my guys." I mean, he'll he'll rest him in that situation. But I don't think OKC is going to stand for that. I mean, they're going to go hard. You know, they're going to go as hard as possible to to push this and make it close. So, you know, because of all those things, I I do want to get a big chunk of my roster out of this game. Um, I really like Shea. He's been so consistent. You know. All three of his last games. over. He's th-
0: really stepped it up in the last couple games. Yeah. After over. a slow start. Yeah, he's been like minimum
1: 6x here. Three games in a row. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Paul is a, a little bit overpriced, I think. Schroeder is, is in play. Dort is still a nice value play. Uh, I, I do like Harden, by the way, even with Westbrook back. Um, you know, the, the the peripheral guys I don't like quite as much for Houston, but... Covington is waking up a little bit finally. Yeah, Got thirty-four minutes, four for eight three pointers. You know, kind of seemed to take a little bit of the usage back from uh, from Green. Green. So yeah, um, Covington's back in play for me as well. Now, are you going to pay up for
0: Harden and Westbrook?
1: I in in several lineups, I am because okay. I think that if it if the game strict goes as I'm predicting, stays close and they give Westbrook a good run. I think those two guys are just going to do about everything and the other guys are just a little bit too pricey now. You know, they're they're kind of priced as if Westbrook is is out, you know. Eric Gordon is 6.1 still. I yeah. don't think I'm, I'm not going to pay that on DraftKings. 5.5 on FanDuel is a little bit more reasonable, but yeah, but yeah I'm going to I'm going
0: to have some lines with both of them in there. Wow. Yeah, I uh for me it's it's the ancillary guys in this game. I like Shea as well. He he only made value two out of eight times in the in the play-in games, and he's made three in a row value in uh, the playoffs. So he's really stepped it up and focused, and and they're uh, really trying to attack with him. So Shea's a great play. I think he's the best play on the Thunder side. Um, with Westbrook back, uh, that that lessens Paul's efficiency to me, just because Westbrook. Is such an right. irritant on the ball, so I'm I'm not looking there. Uh, and then on the Rockets side, I'm with you. I think Covington sort of took that a little personal there with Jeff Green finishing the fourth quarter finally. in a couple of games in a row, and he finally stepped up. and And he's a valuable player because he yep. does a little bit of everything. So I think he's a terrific play. And uh, I still I still love uh, my man Gordon and you know, he's, he's produced every time, you know, uh, he's, he really has. And I know Westbrook, that's going to take a chunk of that usage away, but I still, again, with my game scripting of, of him not getting full minutes, you know, when, uh, Harden's out Gordon, all of a sudden is the go-to guy and he's going to shoot the ball. So, you know, I, I like the fact that it, that he's going to get good minutes and is looking solid. So, I like those second flight guys. I can see, you know, in this game being competitive. Some of those guys could really play out, and you know, Dort is super cheap. He's not an offensive guy, but man, you know, he can be that last guy in and make value for you. He would he drain three or four threes for us the yep. the one game. So yep. three for nine. Uh, I think all those guys are playable. You know, uh, I'm not going to go with the three Harden, uh, Westbrook, or Paul. So that's where I'll be, you know, saving the money from paying up in that first game. But I do think I don't have to go down to, you know, the really dumpster dive guys, you know, take a risk on like a Baisley off the bench and those kind of things or a Noel. Um, and obviously with playing Vuk, I'm, I'm not going to look at Adams in this matchup, but you know, I, I don't trust the Adams-Noel splitting minutes a lot now, too. I know Adams is still the main guy, and they need to win. So, you know, if you are going to pay down at center, he may be the option to go to. I mean, I think most people will go to L- Brook Lopez or him as their center because they're going to want to pay up for these other guys. So uh, I would think they're both going to have quite a bit of ownership.
1: Coach, do you know what this slate is going to be perfect for? It's joining (laughs) it's 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 being a member and playing our two fan duel lineups because what we do is we give out a a a cash lineup and then a gpp lineup and the cash lineup is is a hybrid You mean you can put it in single entries i always play it in gpps as well um but you and i are going to have different builds here but i think they both make sense when you talk about if the two game scripts go according to plan for you, then your lineup is going to smash. And if they go along the way I'm looking at, then my lineup should smash. So, yeah. you know, if you if you join us as a member, you get those two FanDuel lineups, play them both. And I think there's a real good chance one of them is going to be terrific.
0: Yeah. And even even on DraftKings, because of the different builds we're going to have, I think it's going to give you two different shots at it. And yeah. not... You know, I only usually play one or two lineups. I know it's unusual, but that's just I just try to pound the cash games and hit. But I may tweak two or three in there just to have a few different uh, different shots. But I feel pretty good about my stand. I'm, I, I really do. All right. Game uh, game three, the final game uh, again, we're we've got the big spread here. It's a 9 p.m. game, Portland and the Lakers. Lakers are just the same as the Bucs, 13 and a half point favorites. 223 is the over under. So the, the million dollar question is can Portland hang in this game? And I'll just give you my one plug and play. And that's the only guy I'm going to give you from this game. I have a few other guys from this game I like, but that's what I'm going to save. Uh, I have most of my build I'm sharing right here, right now, but I do have some players from this game that I want to uh, utilize from a value standpoint that I think can also shift the slate. But I'll, I'll give you my one guy, and then I'll let you break this game out because I'm not going to have a lot of exposure to this game. But I I have to take C.J. McCollum. I just have to take him. I think he's going to take so many shots and be such a focal point of the offense. And he can step up, and I, I I'm going to play him. So that's my one guy.
1: Okay. Yeah, we're going to continue the divergent builds here because I like C.J. here. I I, I will have exposure to him. But in my first lineup, I'm going to fade him. And, you know, the reason is because he does make so much sense. But if he just has a solid game and the Lakers run away with it and he doesn't have to play 40 minutes because they get blown out, I think there's a chance, a decent chance that Shea outscores him. And he's cheaper at that same position, you know, 700 less on DraftKings, 300 less on FanDuel. And right. so that's my, that's my, uh, you know, GPP approach. Your pivot from McCollum is, is Shay, huh? Yep. My, my fade the chalk in honor of uh, Sugar Shane, you know, this is his type of move. It um, is, you know, and you know what's, the,
0: what's um, amazing is Middleton has dropped so far below those two in salary. Right. Yeah. He's a he's uh 1200 below McCollum I know. and 900 below Shea. So, yeah. I mean, that makes you wonder if Middleton's not the play, just to yeah. throw that in there because yeah. Middleton has been higher than those two all season, right? I mean, exactly, consistently, yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, so like I said, he's not in my first lineup. He'll probably be in my second. You know, I play multiple. I think there's basically three primary builds here that I'm gonna get a couple uh different variations of on DraftKings. So he'll be in, in the second one. Simons will be in most of my lineups. I do like this value play. I, I um you know, we'll have to see if you include him in your lineup for our members, but I do like him.
0: I'm not sure if you do. Uh, I do not. I yeah. don't like him. Yeah, I, I just I just don't think he's playing with confidence, and I know he'll get minutes, yeah. but I think Trent and the other guys that have been playing more and better, I just think Simons is a reach that can cost you a slate if he throws 12, 13 fantasy points up there. Just, yeah. again, we're we're on opposite sides of the spectrum here, but that's, that's fine because, you know, there are a lot of different ways you can carve this up. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, the other thing with Simons, though, is I do...
1: Favor him a lot more on DraftKings. On FanDuel, with the pricing, the structure, I think he's a lot easier to fade. So uh, I will do that in some lineups on FanDuel. And then, uh, yeah, all these other Portland guys are going to be in play. Um, tough to predict. Other than I, I do think the Lakers will win this one pretty easily. So I don't, I don't plan to use LeBron or AD. If I was going to play one, it'd probably be AD. But uh, I'd be more likely to look at somebody like Kuzma. Uh, but even he, you know, in a blowout, he may only get 22 minutes. So uh may not have any exposure to the Lakers, um, you know, even though they may win easily.
0: Yeah, it's a hard call. I mean, you know, it really is. I, I don't know if people are going to stack the Lakers up like they usually do. I think a lot of the industry is feeling the same thing, that this could be a blowout. And are a little bit hesitant there. I think most of the ownerships going to go to that Rockets Thunder game, yep. um, but it's extremely interesting. Who's who is your main center, or have you made that decision yet?
1: Well, on uh, Fanduel, I am leaning more towards playing Vucevic.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And and you can get him in there with Harden and Westbrook. No, uh, just Westbrook. Okay,
1: yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at Shea and Middleton, the two guys okay. you were just talking about as, as yep. pivots to CJ McCollum in the in this GPP. Yep. Yeah. So okay. and then, and then on, what about on DraftKings? On DraftKings, draft uh maybe go without Vucevic and get Harden in.
0: Adams or Brooke, you think? I mean, who's uh, the buy I guess the I'm looking for a buy down center for my second lineup. Well, on DraftKings you could go with Adams. I think he's
1: in play. Um, is Covington still center eligible? He is not. Um, the, the other value play I mentioned in, in the game, in game one is is Ken Burch. and the reason that I may use him in this lineup is because if Vucevic doesn't smash and he gets less minutes or for whatever reason, if he you know the the alternative is a guy like Birch, and he's only 3200. And I think he's going to be very low owned Uh, he's power forward center eligible. So he's, he's my, my value play in my first DraftKings lineup.
0: You're, you're, you're speaking satanic things to cash player here. (laughs) Yeah. Birch and Simons will not make my cash lineup. Not saying they can't make value, but I refuse to take that risk, man. I just, I mean, it's, it's such a, you know, such a killer if you have a guy that doesn't now, in a GPP, that could, when you take it down for you, there's right. no doubt about it. But, uh, yeah, it's, man, this is such an interesting slate. You know, I I, I also try to evaluate, because, you know, I try to always look behind, like, where are people's heads going to be at? What's the, the thinking? You know, where do people stand? Now, you know, there are some insights we'll have in some future slates, like, for example, Paul George shared that he's been, really struggling with this in a dark place mm-hmm. and explaining, you know, basically why until that last game, he's had just terrible games. It makes sense. And, you know, just trying to figure out who's been in more in the middle of this, like, again, part of the reason I want to fade Chris Paul, not just because Westbrook's back, but he's the head of the players association. He's been in all these meetings. Right. He's had his mind totally taken away from basketball. And, and, you know, I think that that kind of stuff chops away At your focus and and what you're bringing to the table. Um, You know, I I think you may see that with LeBron a little bit, too, to be honest with you. Because he's in the center of all of this more than than just about any player. So, you know, I want to try to look more so for the guys that are removed from it. Like, even as, as silly as that sounds, you know, Avuk really isn't in the middle of this thing. He's sort of, you know, secondarily in the background. Young guys like Shea, same thing. I think those guys are just learning the ropes. Whereas, you know, the the veteran guys, even a C.J. McCollum, you know, it could be a reason to, to fade as well. But I just think he's such an important guy to that team in this game if they hang in there. But he's also a very intelligent, involved, you know, guy that's a veteran in the league. So I'm, I'm trying to... And you'll see that pattern in these games until we really see how everything's going and we at least advance to the next round. I want to you know, try to fade the guys that I think are the most distracted and the most involved with what's going on in the cause. So you know, in other words, there are some guys that you can you know, pretty much figure out that are just doing the listening and following you know, as opposed to the guys that are leading. And it may seem like a small thing, but it really isn't because, I mean, if we would have known about that with Paul George in those three or four games where he was shooting 20 percent, you know, it would have made sense to us. So I think we need to even understand this now that this protest took place to another level. In other words, who are the guys that are really seriously this stance is so much more important than basketball? And basketball is by far secondary. You know, the younger guys and that, I think they're just trying to feel all that out. So that I think they just go out and play. But the guys that are really wrapped in it, I think it affects their play. Now, maybe once they get down the road and it's the conference finals and things, they can focus in for the big guys like LeBron and such. But, you know, I think it has a little bit of effect. And yeah. I, I think, think it's the guys yeah, I think
1: it's a great point, especially Chris Paul as the leader this yeah. wasn't this wasn't just one meeting that lasted half an hour. Right. This was the big Wednesday night meeting that everybody's yeah. you know meeting through the night and they're back up early for the formal meeting at 11 a.m um, and that will sap him because it you know he takes it seriously,
0: and yeah. he's he, been he, in multiple meetings. oh and yeah he's, they had to take a vote to extend you know the player's ratification so there's so much behind the scenes going on that uh, yeah i i really think that, that you have to take that into consideration especially maybe just for maybe it's a one game blip where it
1: just saps him a little bit but i i agree it, it it's enough to
0: kind of finalize the decision to not play chris paul i agree and they have one game to go I'm sure that he knows they're not going to, you know, or no, they're, they're tied to two. So yeah. you never know. I mean, you know, these guys could prove us wrong and, and yeah. it drives them, but we're looking for every small edge we can get. And, you know, if that's a difference of five fantasy points in a game, then we're going to, we're going to jump on it. So, yeah. um, you know, I don't think you can really overthink this. Like some people say, just play the best guys, but, you know, get behind the scenes a little bit here, dig in and, and uh, let's try to see who's, who's going to give us that edge. So I do have a few more guys that I'll share that are value guys in Discord. We'd love to have you as a member. I uh, really love our, our entire community. We're growing every day. So really appreciate everybody listening. And a couple of days off from basketball, uh, we're back back at it. So, Coach,
1: we should uh, mention the fall special, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. we dig in on all of our sports, and football's right around the corner. We were digging in, doing a breakdown of each team way back in, what was that, April? We did a, a podcast on every team in the NFL. Team. yeah. Sugar, Sugar Shane and I are leading the way with the football coverage, and we're, we're pumped for that. So with this fall special, you get four months at a really nice discount. Uh, so go check out our website, dfscoachtalk.com, get the fall special. And that gives you access to all of our sports, right. all of our lineups, every slate, every day the duel lineups, and the DraftKings Coaches Clipboard.
0: And it is. It's a big savings. You get the four months for $199, which, you know, is a really good savings. So you've got the whole football season. And like you said, you get all the other sports to boot. So love to have you in for that. It runs September 1 until uh, the, the end of the year, December 31st. So jump in. A uh, couple things. Our cho- uh, charity of choice here is mombond3.org. That's M A M B A O N T H R E E dot org. We want to thank our sponsors, mybookie.ag. dot ag. Use the promo code coach talk, all one word, no space, and you get up to $1,000 matched on your deposit. And in tvg.com, same thing. DFS coach, or I'm sorry, just coach talk, no space is the promo code for that $300 risk free bet. All right. Remember, listen to the podcast. We're going to post it here. So you're going to have plenty of time to listen to it late tonight or early tomorrow morning or throughout the day since we have a mid-afternoon start. Follow us in Discord and on Twitter. DFS Coach Talk is where you can find us on Twitter. Uh, Check out on YouTube. uh, If you want to go back, if you're starting to get ready for NFL because it's coming up, uh, you can see all of those posted on YouTube. We have all of them there, every team-by-team breakdown. uh, Just go to DFS Coach Talk on YouTube and look at our library of podcasts. Also on Instagram, we're DFS underscore Coach Talk, and if you're watching this right now, we should have asked at the beginning and I forgot, but if you're watching this right now on the way out, please hit the thumbs up on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and the the, uh, clock timer. That gives you that information of when our podcasts are up. That makes a big difference, and it, you know our goal is forever to keep this in front of the paywall seven days a week, and we need to keep uh, keep those numbers up and really uh, get that algorithm uh, cracked there on on YouTube so we can climb up the ladder. So that is it, my man. I think that is everything. A little bit of introspection here into how we're going to break this down and sort of a a couple different strategies totally different builds so you know take away from it what you can uh, check it out watch the news and then uh, you know we really hope between the two diverse looks that we're giving you you can put something together that's gonna win you the all the money not just some of it all of it that's right (laughs) any final words
1: let's crush it
0: all right fantastic Well, I'm so happy to say that we'll be back again tomorrow, uh, you know, as we just follow this NBA all the way through the playoffs. So this is going to be a blast. So we want to thank you for joining us today. We'll be with you every day and we'll certainly be back tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS.